Welcome to the C2C Podcast. I am your host, Derek Anderson. After holding my first event in 2010, I went on to create Startup Grind, a 400-chapter community based in over 100 countries. Along the way, I discovered the greatest marketing tool of all time, your customers. Yet, I couldn't find anyone sharing how to build a community where people could experience your brand in person or at scale. On this show, we talk with the brightest minds and companies on the planet about how to build customer-to-customer marketing strategies and create in-person experiences for your brand and customers before your competitor does. Josh Circle is the global head of community at Asana, where he's responsible for growing and engaging the Asana community across the world. He's also a certified professional organizer and has spent over a decade helping people and businesses get more organized and increase their productivity. Before joining Asana, Josh was the director of global customer education and community at Evernote. Take a listen. Josh, I'm so excited to talk to you today on the CDC podcast because you're like one of the OGs of community. Like, and it, like there aren't a lot of OGs because it's like a new category, it's a new industry. But do you you've been doing this for like over a decade? Do you feel like an OG? Do you feel like a new G? What what like? Does this offend you that I'm calling you this? Like, how does it feel right now to be in the position that you're in building this community at Asana? Well, now I feel old, so thank you very much. Uh, I mean, I definitely feel like I've seen a lot of evolution in the community space over the past, honestly, year by year. And it's just been really interesting, especially in the past few years, to see how businesses have really started to sit up and take notice of community as something that's not just a nice to have, but something that's actually really valuable. Explain what Asana is, and then please tell us what you do as the global head of community there. Yeah, you bet. So Asana is the leading work management platform for teams, and it's helping pioneer a new way of working together. Basically, it lets everyone know what people are working on across the company, what needs to be done to achieve goals, and keep track of all the work, who's doing what by when. So it eliminates who's supposed to be responsible for a task or a project, and provides a lot of visibility into the work that's getting done. It just makes things easier so that everyone can have more impact. And my role at Asana is I'm in charge of our global community program called Asana Together, which brings together our customers and our team to learn more about collaboration and productivity and teamwork and how we can start achieving better things together. Asana is such a great, it's such a beautiful product, but it also solves the job and the problem really well. We love using it at Bevy. Uh, and our whole team uses it from the engineers down to the marketing and success. So great job on that. Um, Thank you. Could you give us a quick breakdown of the different components of your community program, like Asana Together and the forums and, and the other things that you're doing? Yeah, I'm a big proponent of creating multifaceted community programs. I don't think there's such a thing as a one-size-fits-all. So our program is designed to meet people across different levels of their involvement in the community. So we have... Our community forum, which is for people that want to ask and have answered questions. There are events that we hold where we sponsor them or we host them ourselves or our community members host them. And those are for people that want to learn more about productivity and how to use Asana. And then we have three specific membership groups within the Asana Together program. Forum champions, these are for people who want to lead conversations on the community forums. Ambassadors, which are people within teams that are using Asana who are like the team champion or helping their team members get onboarded. And then there's certified pros, which are independent consultants who go out into the world and help other people get set with Asana. 
So we've created a program that really is for a variety of folks wherever they are in their journey. One thing that I love about working with you and speaking with you that is really unique in our uh, category is that you seem to be able to get these programs approved and growing and successful. And I, I think a lot of other people really struggle with this. And so I wonder if you could, as somebody I think is an, really an expert at this, who are the people in the company that the community team needs to convince in order to get a community program created and funded? I really try to put myself in the shoes of other team members, especially other decision makers at whatever company I'm at, and try to get what value would they see out of the community program. Because there's typically key stakeholders across the org, whether it's in marketing where my team sits, sales, product, customer education, support. Each of those people or leaders of those groups will care about the community program if you position it and its value in a way that makes sense for them. So for instance, it may not be immediately obvious how the product team could make use of community, but as soon as I explain to the product leads, hey, you're going to have a bunch of people that are happy to test out things at a moment's notice. And you're going to get lots of immediate feedback from the people who care the most. And we're going to have people all over the world who'll be able to give you a variety of perspectives. All of a sudden, people on the product side really sit up and take notice, and they see how this could be of value to them. So it's really about communicating the value, not in a broad scale way, that community is great to have. It is. But if I'm on one of these other teams, why should I care? And being able to articulate that is how I get these programs moving. And I think I've, I've heard you talk about this before, where you kind of even have different materials or, you know, different slides or value propositions for each of these teams so that it's, you know, like you're almost talking about them, like each of them is a different customer for you in terms of, and what value you're creating for them. You really like, not just sort of thinking about it or put it, but you're actually like building the docs and in, in terms of how you explain it, you're, you're actually putting those things uh, into, into the whole process of that pitch. Yeah, absolutely. When I first started here at Asana, first I got a lay of the land and started to understand what I thought the community program could be. And once I started formalizing what the program would morph into and the elements that would be inside it, I did a roadshow with each of the stakeholders across the different teams and explained to them, here's what I'm thinking of doing. Here's how I think it will work with your group and how it can help support your work. Here's the value I think it will add and really tailored that message to each individual person so that they would care because I, I wouldn't want to see a generic presentation. If it were me being presented with this new program, I would need someone to have thought about what it would mean to me. And I, I took the extra effort to do that. Like many companies, you had... Uh, in online community first, and then you activated it offline for your customer to customer events. How do you go about getting people to actually come to these events and be there in person? Yeah, getting butts in seats is always challenging, no matter the size of your company or the awareness of your brand. To me, I think the best way is to create really valuable, really compelling content and market that content well to the people that you want to have attend. It's, it's really marketing 101, but especially if you're asking people to take their time to move from a, one place where they're at to a place where you're hosting your event and spend an hour or two or three with you, you have to make it really clear what they're going to be coming for. So we try to stack our events, the ones that Asana hosts, with really compelling speakers from brands that people recognize and let them know that this is not going to be an Asana commercial, that we're going to be providing real value that they can use, whether they use Asana or not. And that is one of the ways that we've really 
brought people in in a way that feels like we're not selling them because no one wants to sit through a commercial. What metrics do you look at to gauge success? For events, we look at a few things. One, obviously, is registration and attendee numbers. But beyond that, because I sit in marketing, we're really looking at brand awareness and amplification. So we look at how many social shares are generated from a given event. And we also look at how many applications we get to our community program from people who attend. And then further down the line, we look at sales pipeline that's generated and then also changes in accounts of people who have attended. So are they using Asana more after attending an event? Hopefully they are, which can help us provide more learnings for future events that we might host. So we look at a number of different factors. And so in terms of like tracking the sales or the changes in, is that something you're taking the data from the events that you're hosting, you're putting that into your your sales database or your marketing database or something? Is that something you're sort of doing cross-system or how how are you doing that? We have to move the data from one system to another to do that sort of cross-functional analysis. And that's something that, to be honest, is an ongoing piece of work that we're getting implemented over time. We've been doing some of that analysis manually recently, but even that is showing very positive momentum. And part of it is we also rely on anecdotal data from sales team members to say like, hey, my customer attended your event, now they expanded by 100 more seats, that sort of thing. Although those are not the primary goals of our events, they're certainly very nice to have and help prove the value of what we're doing. You all are great about getting feedback uh, from each of the events. Could you share an example where you actually implemented feedback in a, in a positive way? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm a big proponent of collecting feedback both live at the event, like asking people afterwards, hey, what do you think of the event? What else would you like to see? So I'm unafraid to ask for that right in the moment because I feel like you get really great feedback right then. And then we also ask for feedback asynchronously via um, forms, which is great too. I think it's good to collect both. We always have adjusted our content based on what people have said and have tweaked things here and there. But a more interesting piece of feedback we heard really recently was about our swag, because we always give swag and goodies at our events. And we're constantly evolving our swag game because we're trying to figure out what's the right size, what's the right amount, what should we give, what should we take out. And we package everything in a sleeve, a plastic sleeve, and we got feedback from one of our attendees that asked, Asana's really a mindful company. Why are you providing us with more plastic? And even though what we were using was recyclable, I really took that feedback to heart. And so we're, we're actually working on sourcing vendors for more eco-friendly packaging for our swag. So we really look at the feedback that people give us, whether it's about the content or the goodies and everything in between, and work with that feedback to improve. I, can, I get this feeling, Josh, that in high school you were the kid that like only got one question wrong and then and then you went and then in the next one you didn't get any wrong you just constantly is it, I, I just I just I mean now I'm feeling so much more guilty about my events if plastic was my only flaw then I would you know I I, I would I would sleep better at night let me just say that so I mean <laughs> suffice it to say there are lots of things that could be better at our events but I that one really stuck with me because it felt very once they brought it up to me, the customer who was there, it felt very much out of alignment with what we're trying to do at Asana. And I, I work really hard to make our events feel like they're part of the Asana family if they come to one of our events. And this is a place where we could improve. So yeah, I do focus on the one thing that's wrong, the one thing that's called out to me, but that helps us get better. The Asana Together hashtag has all of these incredible posts uh, from the local events and things that you're sending out. Also, you can see all of the incredible designs that 
the Asana design team has created for these events, which are just absolutely beautiful. How do you think companies should go about creating social campaigns that tie in with the in-person communities? Well, it has to be authentic. If you're going to be asking people to do something that's taking their effort and using their own personal brand or their company brand, it has to feel like it's fun and it'll add value to them. So we we make it really fun for people to participate using the hashtag at our events. One of our creatures that that shows up in Asana when you use it is a Yeti. And so we have stuffed Yetis that we bring with us that people can take photos with. And we encourage them to share it using the hashtag. And we let them know that if they take a picture at the event and they use the hashtag or tag Asana, that we will like it or repost it. And so we're letting them know that there's value in it by raising their profile. So we make it fun and we let them know what's in it for them. And I think that combination is magic. You also have the, the certified pros, which you've, you've mentioned a little bit, but um, what role do they play in the community and, and how engaged are they in, in, in what you're doing? Yeah, Certified Pros are actually our fastest growing segment of our community membership program of Asana Together. They're really integral. They spread the word about Asana, especially in places where Asana will likely not have a physical presence anywhere soon. Like we have Certified Pros all across the Middle East and Africa, in Russia, in parts of Asia where we don't yet have a presence. So they're out there talking to people about Asana, giving their own trainings in languages that we just can't support as a business quite yet and in geos that we just aren't in. So to me, they're, they're really integral as both an extension of our family and, and as an integral part of it. Regarding brands, uh, what do you think is the future of companies using C2C communities or offline communities to bring people together and using their products? To me, it's about authenticity and it's about being real and not salesy and marketing-y. Because nobody wants to be sold and people can spot marketing and marketing messages a mile away. Communities, both B2B and B2C and C2C, are about creating real connections between a business and individuals and between individuals and each other. And that matters to people in a world that's increasingly fractured. Creating communities that are around what people care about is critical. And if those communities happen to be supported by a brand that people like, even better, but it doesn't have to be centered on the brand for it to be valuable to the people and to the brand itself. What's a community that you're following that you respect or you think's doing a great job at showing authenticity and connecting with their audience? Yeah, a little bit outside the box here. I'm a big fan of K-pop, and I have been very fascinated how communities built around specific K-pop brands have really catapulted something that is, for most people in the U.S. especially, extremely foreign into widespread popularity. It's not marketing 101. This is really community and fan-based. And it's really interesting because we've never seen anything quite like what's happening now, where communities of fandoms, and this could equally be true for a business, but it hasn't been yet, are being created in a wide scale across languages and cultures, which I think is pretty amazing. And there's a lot that all of us who run community can learn from these sorts of things. How can I, if I want to be part of the Asana community, how can I find out more or join a, a local Asana event or, or you know, join the Asana Together movement? Well, it's so easy. Just go to asana.com slash community and you can see all the ways you can get involved online and offline, whether you want to just attend an event or participate in an online conversation or become an ambassador or certified pro, it's all right there for you. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave a review wherever you listen to this. If you'd like to see more about how to create your own event community, go to bevylabs.com slash pod. Again, that's B-E-V-Y-L-A-B-S dot com slash pod.